Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up and let you know that there's a little bit of feedback on today's recording. Um, but I decided that I would rather have a flawed recording that felt fluid than to have a great recording that felt pre-rehearsed. So with that being said, thank you for your patience, and uh, here's today's episode. There's an old story about elephants and how they were traditionally trained. When an elephant was a baby, they would tie its front leg with a piece of rope to a stake in the ground. It would pull on the rope, and it couldn't get free. Soon, it would be a full-grown elephant, but it still wouldn't need any more than that rope to hold it there. Because when it was young, it could not get free. And now, as an adult elephant, it is being held in place by a thin rope. Because it believes that it cannot be free. What I want to talk about today is miserable comfort zones. Why we have them and how we leave them. Maybe you had something really painful go on in your life in the past, or maybe recently. Maybe you're just suffering day to day, and you don't feel like you can tell anyone, either because you feel like you have no one to tell, or the people you have aren't the right people to tell, or when you told someone in the past, they hurt you worse, or they were condescendingly fake nice, but for whatever reason, it isn't safe to say what you need to say. Or maybe you don't feel strong enough to really come out with where you really are. Maybe you feel such obligation to please people that you can't really come out with just how bad you're really doing inside. You don't feel the strength to stand up for yourself when you need to because you think it's self-centered somehow. So what happens then is we create a mental place where it matters. A mental place where we can experience the suffering and the pain. So that by experiencing the pain in the morning, we convince ourselves that it is indeed real. The pain of feeling a miserable comfort zone and experiencing a miserable comfort zone over and over again convinces us and allows us to convince ourselves that the pain is real and that even though no one else notices it and no one else cares about it, it's there and it does matter. Now, how do we leave a place like that? The first thing is we have to want to leave it. And I know that sounds silly, but it isn't. Often we identify with our pain we identify with our suffering, we think it adds to our personality, or we intertwine our personality with our suffering. And we think that if our suffering were to be removed, maybe our personality would die with it. I'm not exactly sure why we do this, but I know that I've done it. The second thing is, you really do have to have a proper place to put it. You really do have to be able to bring it somewhere, to bring it up somewhere. It has to get bad enough that the miserable comfort zone is not cutting it anymore. If your options are to live in a miserable comfort zone or to completely suppress it and not feel anything, a miserable comfort zone is preferable. But if your options changed from that, 
to living in a miserable comfort zone or genuinely having a healthy and proper place to discuss and organize your pain into the area that it needs to be so that it doesn't take over every area. It becomes easier to leave the miserable comfort zone behind. Last week I mentioned a thing called Celebrate Recovery and I'm going to mention it again. Celebrate Recovery is kind of the proper place to do this if you don't know where to do it. AA is also good. Jordan Peterson has an online program called Self-Authoring where you write out the story of your past and you try to write out a best and worst case scenario of your future. This is another way to do that. Another way to do that if you genuinely don't know who to go to and feel like you have no one to go to is you can just email me. I don't know that I'll know what to say but I do know that I will go over your message with my wife and we will pray for you specifically and if there's anything useful that we do have to say um, we'll think really hard and long about that. I'll put my email in the description if you don't know where to go and you can do that anonymously. So the first thing is you gotta want to leave it. It's gotta get bad enough that you want it to go. The second thing is you gotta have somewhere to put it. You gotta have somewhere to go with it. And the third thing is Maybe you have a structural belief that maintains it. Maybe you have a theological belief about God that is maintaining this painful state. Maybe something really painful happened in your life. Someone died, a love lost, something painful happened. And your true belief in God died with it. And so maybe you're trying to keep appearances up, or you're trying to do the right thing, but deep down you have some real unresolved, heavy issues with God. That is very understandable because we live in a very painful world. So for me, another thing I had to do was address those concerns, address those questions, and to clear out the things I didn't actually believe, or to just change them. You know, we often hear the idea and often have the question, if there's a God, why is there so much suffering? And that is based on the belief that if there's a God, there shouldn't be suffering. That is our presupposition. So when suffering happens, we have no context for it. We cannot hold our belief in an absolute good God and in the absolute pain of what we are experiencing. And so we have, again, we have another mental break. We have kind of a schism between what we believe and what we say we believe. And that has to stop. We have to address what we actually believe and then go searching for the actual answers. This is why I've gotten so serious about um, trying to read things like C.S. Lewis and and those type of people is because I had some questions that were not being answered and I was either going to lose my faith altogether or I was going to find a truer version of it, a more, um, a deeper take on it. And so I knew that to leave it behind would be to lose more than I was willing to lose for me and for the world. I know that we cannot exist without it. So I had to find those answers, and I did find many of them in Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. 
so those are the things that I, I have to add. I know there are more, um, but the first thing is it has to get bad enough you want to leave it. The second thing is you have to have somewhere to go with it to be able to put a story to the past, to put a story to the pain that you've experienced, and to put it in its right place so that it stops spilling out everywhere. And you got to have the courage enough to speak up for yourself a little bit and say, I don't have to live like this. It doesn't help you to suffer. It doesn't help the world if you suffer when you don't need to. There's nothing about that that is necessary or noble. And then third, address your structural doubts, your structural beliefs that are, again, continuing and causing a break between what you say you believe and what you actually believe. What do your actions say you believe, not what do your words say you believe. And then go digging for those answers. I love you guys. This is something that I've struggled with so many times. And a place that um, my brain will tend to go if I don't maintain it. And so it's really important that I do maintain it with things like Celebrate Recovery or or any type of place where you can come out with things that you need to talk about on a regular basis. We are very um, habitual creatures and, you know, I don't know about you, but I can't just let go of the wheel of my brain and see where it goes. It doesn't go anywhere useful for me, my wife, or anyone else. I cannot live like that. I have to maintain to stay in a good place and to stay in a useful place. And um, so to pr prepare for that, to prepare um, and to be aware of our delicacy, to, to be aware and to prepare for how delicate we are. Again, going back to something from a few weeks ago, environment is more important than willpower. Willpower will be there sometimes and other times it won't be there. If you create for yourself an environment that prepares for both scenarios, you'll be much better off. I love you guys. I'll be back with you soon.